This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. Episode number 276. What did you watch this week? My name is Mike. Uh, my name is John, and I'm living in the present day where it is episode 277. Motherfuck. All right, 277. <laughs> and, you know, last week you said 276, and you were like, hey, I just shot from the hip. Like, I, I guessed yeah, at it. I fucked it up. It's all right. People will, you know, as long as they listen for a split second, they'll be like, wait a minute. Is that? Oh, no, never mind. Okay, we're safe. Mm-hmm. What's up, buddy? Mm-hmm. What, what are you getting married again? Nope, 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 nope. God, no, no. Two, two's, two's enough, and I'm staying married to the second one here. Okay. He has um, to say that because his son forever. is forever. 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 Ever. Now I was doing the uh, the kid from the Sandlot. Oh, gotcha. Forever. I didn't watch a lot of shows and stuff this week. I did. I did not. You know what I did watch this week? I just I watched two episodes before we started recording. I absolutely goddamn love Ted Lasso. <laughs> Isn't it just fucking great? Like his character is so just optimistically wholesome and delightful and not a piece of shit whatsoever. And, uh, but never the, to the point where you hate him for it. You know, there's some no. of those people who are like two over the top. He's almost like Mr. Rogers. Yes. Yeah. Thank Yes. 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 Ex- yes. That is a grand, very good. Uh, just thought of analogy. that off the top of my head. It was just like, yes, this guy is fucking wholesome, but in the best way. Yeah. You know, like, Nate's getting picked on. And so Roy oh, Kent comes yes. to him and he's like, because I've just episode, watched episodes three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, aren't you going to tell Jamie one. to stop, you know, pissing on Nate? And he's like, nope. Yeah, I know he is. And you're not going to do anything about it. Nope. Why not? Well, because uh, what happens when the teacher says, stop being a bully? The bully becomes even worse. Yep. He's not wrong. Nope. You know? Um, but I love that he was going even deeper than that. Like that is a fair point, but even more so than that, he wanted him to take care of it. Yeah. I mean, he was so genuinely, he's so genuinely nice. That's the other thing. Genuinely. He's not working anybody. Right. Even like the newspaper reporter, when he's just like, I was a real pleasure hanging out with you today and getting to meet you more. He's (laughs) like, you, you actually mean that, don't you? Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like little things like that. And then he everyone he's in the t- country calling him a wanker. And he's just like, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but like, all right. So the kid, like the evening, like, like he says to the newspaper reporter, I told you, you know, winning isn't always about success. Isn't always winning. He goes, I told you earlier, like, I love coaching. 
You know, like that's what he loves to do, taking young men and, and shaping them to who they and shaping them to who they could be at their best potential. Like little just yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 pretty awesome. Like I really genuinely enjoy the show. And even when everyone tries to kind of like shit on him, he's so nice. Like even the reporter when he says in his article, he's like, inevitably this will fail. But I will not be rooting it on when he does. In fact, I'll, instead, like I'll be feeling bad for Ted because he's genuinely nice, or whatever yeah. the wording is. Yeah. Uh, how many episodes have you watched? Eight. So I need you to yeah. keep me updated so that, like, I don't, because I'm holding off until you've kind of caught up so that we can yeah. go. Yeah. Well, the I don't, second I don't... season's out, and uh, apparently it's even better. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't know how many episodes are in the first season, quite frankly. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I want to say ten. I, I genuinely like this show. Like I well, like ten episodes I, I in the first season. You. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was quite confident that you would like that, and yep. I'm so glad that you do. Um, I'm do just Juno Temple. What do I think of who? Juno Temple, as the uh, the floozy. Oh, Ke- Keely. Yeah, I like her yep. a lot. I didn't even recognize her. I'm like, that girl looks familiar. And then I looked, I'm like, no way. That's fucking Juno. Temple. Yeah. That's Juno. Temple. Yeah, no, okay. I didn't rec- I didn't realize I was her either, but yeah, no, I like her a lot in this. She's, she's real good. Ah, uh, good. Oh yeah. Uh, and, um, I don't know. He, he, all the characters are really good. <laughs> Roy. And, We've and all enjoyed. known a Roy. We've worked yes. with Roy's. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, no, there's just something about this show. I really do genuinely enjoy it. Excellent. And, um, I'm glad to hear that. I actually, I, I look forward. I look forward to watching it. Yeah, I look forward to getting back into it. Um, but yeah, no, it's it, I. I was. Um, they said it was based on characters that already exist, or something like that. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I, I get, I'm reading it now here. It's an American comedy television based developed by Jason Sigus, Bill Lawrence, and Brendan Hunt. It's based on a character of the same name, Sigus, first portrayed in a series of promos for NBC Sports coverage of the Premier League. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. All right. The series premiered with the first three episodes on Apple Plus on August 14th. It was renewed five days later for a second season. Um, in October of 2020, it was renewed for a third season. So it got renewed for a third season when the first season finished and before the second season even got going. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I really do uh, genuinely enjoy the hell out of the show. Awesome. I'm so glad to hear that because, yeah, yeah, I love the shit out of it, too. So. <sighs> Anyhow, I mean, it's a Bill Lawrence. So. Right. Zach Braff's directed a couple and yeah. <sighs> boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> I feel like that was your high point of the week. Kinda. <laughs> I, uh, um, I'm sorry. Nice... I need to jump right on this. I can't wait. For, I can't wait for trailers and news section. What in the fucking hell? Sorry, Wesley. I owe you a quarter. I know is that he man trailer. For Netflix. And what? why do I simultaneously hate it and love it? Oh, no, no, no. There's no loving for me. No? None whatsoever. I, this is this is built for kids, obviously. 
Yeah. You know, with the, the teamwork and the camaraderie. And, but it's the first time I've ever seen a He-Man show that has other people who are masters of something. Because, you know, it was always Master of the Universe. And you're like, who's who Who were the masters of the universe? What? There's just He-Man and Skeletor. And, like, I I hate it. But I also really, really like it because it shows, like, Skeletor's origin as his uncle. And it shows, like a different version. It's almost anime, but not quite. I don't know. I I want Mm. to really loathe it. And part of me does. And another part of me is like, dude, there's some cool shit in there. So I I don't get it, dude. It, it bugs me. Well, I will not be spending any time on it. Okay. I will check it out because I need to know if I should hate it or love it or whatever. Probably hate it. God, I, something about it though. Just like, I'm angry that part of me still liked it. I wanted to just hate on this shit so bad. Anywho. Uh, let's see what else. Schmigadoon, we f- did you finish? I finished I it. I did finish, yes. What what'd you think? Um It was good. Like I liked it. Yeah. I would love to see more, but I don't think that they could do it. No. I mean, that story has kind of played out. I feel like they could do a similar story, but they couldn't do it with the same characters. Because, you know, I didn't like the fact that it was like a cliffhanger at the end. Um, You know, like you assume that they got across, but it just kind of cuts the black. Yeah, that was kind of annoying. But I did love seeing everybody, you know, speak their piece and decide to change who they are as people. (laughs) The firefighter who's like, you know, remember that fire that burned down the barn last week? I said it. Like, okay, uh, Uh, maybe not for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was actually quite funny. Yeah, it was it was a good story. And I like the way that it came around full circle. Um, But, yeah, it, it was very delightful for a six episode self-contained story. Yes, it was, you know, our Reverend Layton uh, admits that he's in love with the mayor, mayor men love. His name is mayor men love. <laughs> <Men Love. laughs> um, he's reelected by a show of hands. Mm-hmm. Cause everyone hates, uh, what's her name there? The yeah. Kristen Chenoweth, which is such a weird thing because Kristen Chenoweth is always so beloved in everything that she does. Yes. And she was the heel in this. Yep. <laughs> She was the big old daddy in this one. But yep. no, I, I enjoyed the show. Uh, if they do a second season, I'll definitely watch it. Yep. I like too. Jane Krakowski's character. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. The like the whatever the countess yes. who is apparently in a and who's engaged to the doctor, but he apparently he forgot all about that. <laughs> <laughs> like how she just drives uh, Cicely Strong's character out into the middle of nowhere and leaves her there. Just like, yep, we're done. Yeah, this is where you belong. Bye. And then she spends the night by the side of the road. Yep. So definitely a thumbs up. I would recommend this to anybody who likes a good comedy, a good love story, um, a musical. Say yeah, yeah, musical. Phenomenal. Yeah. And I yeah, love more than the songs. I loved some of the reactions. Like at the end of the schoolhouse song, you know, where all the kids were singing along with the school marm. And then at the end, they're all laughing. And Keegan Michael Key's like, why are they laughing? Literally nothing funny just happened. Why is everyone just standing around laughing? I don't get it. 
I liked it when he finally sang in the last episode, and it was not good. No, it was awful. Yeah, but it fit. Yes. Yes, it did. Aw. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Mike's Sorry tired. about that. Um, let's see. I didn't watch a whole lot this week because um, I went away Friday. I was gone Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday night. I watched the wrestling pay-per-view when we got home. Mm-hmm. Uh, NXT TakeOver. So I didn't actually watch a whole lot. Um, my wife and I, we went away to Eastport for the weekend. Um, don't bother. Uh, Eastport is the easternmost city in the United States. It's very small. Uh, there's not a lot to do there. It's one of those places that you drive in for a couple hours and go, all right, cool, I've been here. And then you leave, and then you go over to Lubeck, and you hang out there for like an hour and a half, and you're like, all right, I've been here. And I went and saw the lighthouse in the easternmost point in the United, uh, easternmost point in the United States. And if you can get into Canada, you go to Campobello Island, which is really cool, and the only way to get there by land is through Lubeck. But otherwise, there's really not a reason to spend the night there for gotcha. two nights. Um yeah, it's just, it's fun. We had a good time. We we found a way to have a good time, but it's not, um, it's not, it's not worth spending a couple days there. There's not enough okay. to do. There's really not enough to do. And I'll go into more detail with you later on. Uh, but anyhow, so I didn't watch a lot of shows this week. Uh, Kate and I, when we go away, we typically like to uh, put a crappy movie on the TV and, and watch TV and watch a movie and just like whatever happens to be on one of the movie channels. Like when I buy movie channels, I mean like AMC, A&E or whatever, not HBO, HBO. or anything. Okay. Yeah. Um, the TV in the cabin. Cause we, uh, we went to Sea View campground and cottages and we rented a cottage and, uh, thank goodness it was a fire pit. Cause we had a nice fire two nights in a row. And that was nice. But, uh, the TV in the cottage, um, well, it's a, it's a 13 inch CRT television. Damn. Yep. Yep. And I was sitting on a high shelf in the kitchen dining room area, not even like in one of the two bedrooms. So, um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> huh. I did catch the end of Scream because uh, I did have HDNet channel there, and mm-hmm. I did catch the end of Scream and the beginning of Scream 2. That was kind of neat. I haven't seen one of those in forever. Um, Thanks. But So the only other stuff I really watched, I did, I did get um, a movie in. Okay. Uh, but I watched uh, American Horror Story season finale. Oh, was that the season finale? Yeah, I believe Called so. Game yes. over. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I believe so. I'll preface this real quick by saying that um, I took some vacation time uh, Thursday and Friday because yeah. my job's burning me out. And uh, yeah. so Wednesday, basically, Julia had a dog sitting gig up in Hamden this weekend. So Wednesday, I headed up to her place. and We kind of made nice dinner and then hunkered down and started watching some stuff. And the plan was to, you know, Wednesday and Thursday do that. And then Friday, head up to her dog sitting gig while the dog sitting gig canceled. So mm. we just hung at her place all weekend. And so we got in some interesting stuff, some new stuff, some weird stuff. So you um, watched a lot. 
I've watched a number of things. I wouldn't really say a lot, not compared to the old days, but, you know, started a few shows, didn't quite like that new one on Hulu, Nine Perfect Strangers, um, started that. We got about two thirds of the way into it. And we're like, OK, let's do something else. So might go back, might not. But American Horror Stories. So she had seen the first season of American Horror Story, you know, the original season uh, that came on years ago. And so she knew about Murder House. And then I explained to her real quickly as we were watching this, um, a brief recap of the first two episodes of this American Horror Stories with the rubber woman. Because they're all tied in together. So we're watching it and I'm like, I'm bringing her up to speed. I'm like, nope, that's the girlfriend. Nope, that redhead, that's the girl. She's alive. This one's dead, but Halloween, they could come out. So I'm like following along with her, catching her up. And then we're both just like, okay, what the fuck is going on? What the hell? Like a good conclusion for this would have been the two of them in bed like they were or in the tub or whatever, you know, embracing and kissing. That would have been a good conclusion. But then when it panned out and it was a video game. Yeah, it was it was weird. So was the like was the mom's death real or did she write that into the video game? I have no idea. Okay. Cause I was willing to have like Ruby be back and <clears throat> or sorry, um what was it? It was Ruby and Scarlet. Yeah. So Ruby's back, Scarlet buys the condo, it's built on the haunted grounds, you know. Her ghost came back because she couldn't wait for her. I thought Ruby was going to kill her and be like, you wouldn't die with me, so now I'll kill you. But no, they embraced. I was cool with that. I was like, okay, the end, story over. But then they took it one step too far and completely like undid their whole storytelling. Yeah, they made it seem like the whole – like was it the whole season or the whole the whole story? Between episodes one, two, and three was um, just the video game that she was making. Yeah. And like we saw the mom being obsessed and get murdered yep. there. And then a year later, her son comes out there and she's like, oh, you're going to help me. And then her son burns the place down. So this all seems like part of the story. But then apparently that was part of the video game because her and the son were in the condo and they left unless it was Halloween and the mom's really a ghost. And she made the game as a ghost. I, I didn't get it. And then we get the red ball that rolls across the floor at the end. Like, Ooh, some of them got out, but I don't know. I, I felt like they kind of undermined themselves and really took what could have been a cool twist ending and destroyed it. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying there. So did you like it or no, I'm kind of right there with you. Like I'm, I'm in agreement. Like I was, take away the twist ending of it being like the whole thing, maybe being a video game. Uh, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. Yeah. You had that I little see- last minute PS ending of it panning out and the son be like, mom, this is so great. Yeah. I really thought blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the fuck? So, yeah, and by the way, it was not, that was a terrible video game. If that was the case. Yeah, um, it really was a terrible video game. Graphics I love that they got unbelievable. <laughs> I love that they got Dylan McDermott back. That's awesome. Yep. I wish they could have gotten like the rest of them, you know, bring Connie Britton back and they get, got the get, therapist from the first couple episodes of the season. She popped yep. in again. They yep. got all the Basically, if they were in the first couple episodes of season, they were back. Dylan right. McDermott was really the only big return from the original run. 
Right. And I would have loved because he said at one point that he's trapped in the house with his daughter, her new boyfriend, their baby and his wife for all eternity Um, because he decided to have his and his lover, the maid lover. Yes. Yep. I mean, great callbacks, but I would have loved to have at least seen them in a cameo or something. Yeah. Oh, well, it was still cool. They had Dylan McDermott, like kudos to them. Yeah. But yeah, all in all, it was almost a really solid ending to the season, and I felt like they fizzled it on that weird twist. Mm-hmm. I am in total agreement with you on that. Um, did you check out any Fantasy Island? Nope. Okay. I've now watched the second episode, and uh, it still reminds me of the original series and the reboot series. Oh, so. okay. I'm still enjoying it. Um, I'm not going to give it a hard sell, but I think you should check it out. You might enjoy it as a time killer or as something that's not terrible on TV right now. Um, uh, we ended up watching, we were sitting there trying to find something to watch and I was going through my Hulu list. and I mentioned crime scene kitchen and we had just yeah. been talking about how much we both like cooking shows. And I gave her the concept. She's like, that sounds amazing. So we put it on and like two episodes in, she was fucking hooked. Well, half an episode in, she was hooked. And, uh, so we got like two episodes before I had to go home. So we're going to continue that for sure. That is a fun nice. fucking show. Um, and, uh, I did, I'm assuming you didn't watch this, but I watched the first episode of the new season of modern love on Amazon. Oh, no. I knew it was coming back. I didn't know it was back. Yeah. First episode, Mini Driver. Um, it was fucking awful. Oh, really? Oh, I fucking hated this episode. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I want you to watch it, though, because I may be jaded, um, but I did not like the way that this episode played out. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, but remember the first season they had like hits and misses too. So I'm not thinking that the whole season sucks. I just, that one episode I was like, Oh, I don't like this. Yeah. That's um, too bad though. Yeah. Cause it's Minnie driver and you know, she's a good actress. But... I do like, I do like her. Yeah. Um, did you watch legends? Yep. What did you think of legends? Well, what I thought of Legends was, this is a show I used to enjoy very thoroughly. What's happening to it? Okay, I had the same thought. It feels like a lot of the magic is gone, and almost like they have too many characters now. Yeah. Well, maybe they're trying to do too much. I mean, like, I understand that Constantine's magic loss is a is a... And his unbeing is not being able to control his new magic is um, not good, mm-hmm. or or it is part of the storyline. But I just don't care for it. Right. Yeah. I think one of the problems too is that aside from and that it, bishop guy, which we all know that's who's coming back. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but aside from him, they haven't really had a full-on villain this season, which. That's usually their shtick. Yeah. Like they've got a villain to f- tackle and they don't really have that this time. Um, you're right. They don't. And also the Zari switching out is dumb. It is. It's really graded on me. Yep. 
I know that uh, Constantine is gone after this season, so they're yes, building up to but that. The actor is still there, and yep. Um, the the whole Rory pregnancy thing needs to be done. Um, yep, yep, that, yep. That needs to be done. He can move on. Uh, I was glad they got Kayla, but uh, again, the the double cross twist kind of saw that coming. Kind of yep. knew it would be Bishop. I mean, they never said it, but you know it's him. Right. Because who else has it been? Unless they somehow pulled Damien Dark out of their ass, but I'm I not doubt counting that. that. Yeah. No. Yeah, I just I felt like this could have been a really good episode with the board game, but they took too long getting to it, and then they were out of it before the end of the episode. And it was all because Constantine's been drinking the magic potion, and he made himself right. the villain for five seconds. There's only three episodes left of this season, and this is the first time in a long time that I'm just looking forward to it being over with. Yeah. Isn't that sad? It really is. <sighs> what else did you watch, sir? I think the only uh, other show... Dead Pixels? Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, what If? Oh, yeah, What If. Sorry. Yep, What If as well. Okay. Yep. So yeah, it was. It, it's been a long week with my right. weekend. <laughs> like it really has been like a long fucking week. Um, what did you think of what if? I thought that they swung for the fences here. Like, do you, but do you think they hit a home run? Um, I, I, think, I, I don't. I think they did a really good job. Um, I think that they like there were too many changes. Yeah. Like the fact that one guy and I don't know if it was because it was Chadwick Boseman recording these lines and they were really trying to do a send off kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but they really like they flipped it almost too much so that basically by picking him up, everything in the universe was better. Like Thanos never snapped because he talked him out of it. Yeah. Like like he talked him out of the genocide of the entire universe. I didn't buy that for a second. I was like, no. And now they're buddies and he's a ravager. No, that seemed yeah. ridiculous. It did seem like, absurd. And all of Thanos's former henchmen now work for the collector. Right. Because the collector saw a power vacuum and yeah, you know, stepped just, in. It, it yeah, felt. I, I just didn't care for it. Yeah. It, it felt like too much of a stretch. Um, I still like some of the concepts of it. You know, I like seeing yeah. uh, Nebula in more of a femme fatale role. Yep. Um, I love that they got so many of the voices back for this. Yeah, I mean, that was cool. I did appreciate that. Because, like, know, in the Captain Carter one, they didn't get all the original voices. So no, it was they nice didn't. to see this. Um, the, the twist at the end there with um, Ego going himself to pick up Peter Quill, an adult Peter Quill, that's kind of yeah. cool. Oh. Yeah. But no, I was it was it wasn't as good as the first episode. The first episode was more to me felt like more of an actual what if episode because it was just that one change that changed everything. Mm-hmm. Whereas this the one change is they somehow picked up T'Challa instead of Peter Quill. Like that seems mm-hmm. like a hor- and even they even Yondo even fucking mentions it when he like shows a picture of Quill. He's like, these two look nothing alike. Like this right. is not even like how how do we make this accident? Like it was just, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. 
T'Challa knew in Wakanda he came from royalty and what his life kind of could have been, whereas Peter Quill, well, as we saw, was a, working at a Dairy Queen as a janitor, which, by the way, Ooh. working at a Dairy Queen as a janitor, as it's a non-customer-based, like, walk-up window shop, I mean, that's not <laughs> much of a job. Uh-uh. I know there. Are, I know some grill and chills have some inside areas that you can go in, but yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. No. Well, I don't think he was actually a janitor. I think he worked there and he was just cleaning the floor after hours. Sure, sure. Fair enough. But still, it was just. Yeah, yeah it's usually a job reserved for high school kids. Right. Uh, dead um, pixels. Oh, go ahead. No, that's what I was going to say. It was dead pixels is the last one for shows. Um, healthy balance. So this was interesting. Uh I hate there's only one episode left. I know. Uh, I loved, like, this show leans so heavily into gaming references that Mm -hmm. I love it. You know, the whole queuing up to take on a limited time boss, that's not as big of a deal these days. But it does, you know, there's still shit like that where it's like, oh, for only the next 24 hours, you'll be able to get double experience or... You know, this boss is only around for so long or limited time events, stuff like that. And sometimes, yeah, there are long lines to get into them. I thought that it was. I don't know. Oh, no, this time, I'm sorry. This time it was the patch. That there was a big yes, patch coming out. Yes, they weren't queuing up to find a boss. Way. All right. Yeah, that exactly. The they, they were downloading a patch. Uh, to fix everything, like you said, and it would take like 300 and. 38 minutes or something like that mins. mins that's a lot of mins you know and so they're losing their I mind because we got more mins now yeah and their buddy there the pilot he Who's was been? yeah he was like in south korea at a well you can't call him an internet cafe but basically no. a gaming cafe where he only had like to wait 17 minutes for the download because he has such great internet speed where he was yeah and he was playing the game and loving it and then the guy next to me thought was taking a nap but turns out he was dead and he's like i don't know the rest you came and got him i keep reaching over hitting his space bar to make sure his game doesn't time out on him but just in case he comes back and then later on he's back <laughs> Yeah, he rallied. You know, they yeah. revived him, and then his the other guy to his other side. He's like, yeah. you, "You taking a nap there, bub?" Um, so that was really funny. That whole storyline. Um, yep. Uh, basically, um, Allison gets Meg and Nikki. You know, they're waiting for their download. So she's like, "Why don't we hang out? We can talk about having a better life and uh, uh, what a healthy balance." And gets them kind of drunk. And they go on a bit of a bender themselves and decide, oh, she wanted them to help her clean out the house. And so they're like, fine, we have to. And they discover that she put her credit card in the freezer because in a depressive slump, she had been binge spending. So she did what some people do and froze her own credit card. And uh, so then apparently in their drunken haze, they froze the router because, you know, we're going to have a healthy balance. And so now Meg just went over to, uh, her, her new boyfriend's place, her and Nikki yeah. with their computers to finish downloading the patch so that they could play the game. Yep. And, um, she, she just basically said, I love you to him yep. and meant it. Like it wasn't like a slip of the tongue. She's like, so I love you. And he's like, okay. And, uh, <laughs> he broke up with her. Yep. 
Um, don't forget earlier in the episode, Nikki was trying to figure out if he could uh, still, I guess, get aroused because, uh, you mm. know, the, the girl he met in the game, uh, Allison texted and she's going to come over and they're going to meet in real life and everything. And so he stared at Allison's bra to help turn himself on. And when he confesses this to Allison, she he describes the bra. And she's like, oh, that's not mine. That's Meg's. Uh-huh. And so at the end of the episode, he sees Meg is wearing the bra. He can see it through like her, a part of her shirt and he gets aroused or whatever. And she freaks out and runs away. Yep. Well, I mean, he, she's sitting there on the couch with him and looks over and suddenly he's got a boner. Like, yeah. Yep. Wasn't intentional. Nope. Let's not judge. Got, Let's not judge. <laughs> we got one episode left. So yeah, I'm assuming that we'll deal with something between those two. Most likely. And uh, that's it. I got no other shows. Um, just looking at my notes. Nope. I believe that's it. I got one movie. I got two. The one movie I have, I know you did not watch this weekend, but maybe at some point you watched it in your life. So Ooh. we were we stopped at Bull Moose and, and Bangor on the way home because I decided I wanted to buy the Scream movies. Because they're not streaming that I can find, or at least I couldn't find on my quick search. And I was like, screw it, I'll just buy them. They never, because I think part four is released by a different distributor than parts one through three, so that you can't get them in a four pack. So I bought, awesome. a, I bought one through three, and then I bought the fourth one by itself. Um, so I can watch those. But anyhow, Kate found uh, this movie that she's been looking for for years, and she sees it online, but it's too expensive. She doesn't want to spend the money on it, yada, yada. But it was only like three bucks on sale, so she bought it. She was super, Well, I bought it, but she was super excited. And then she's like, yeah, well, if you can find Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken or Sylvester, then I'll really be blah, blah, blah. And they had Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken, which is a made-for-TV movie from 1991. And I'm looking at the cover, and I'm like, man, that girl looks so familiar. It's it's Gabri- uh, Gabrielle Anwar, mm, who okay. played Fiona on Burn Notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, so this is the true story based on a book called A Girl and Her Five Brave Horses about a young girl uh, named Snora Webster, who at the end of the Depression – dives horses off of high areas into pools. Okay. It was actually, it's the movie was rated G actually. And it was really good. Huh? Like it was a cool story. It was a short movie, like hour and a half, which, you know, that's always good. Right. Um, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a good kind of wholesome movie. The love interest, it, the, the leading man, is a um um as a as a Michael Schoefling. I don't okay. know. He played Jake Ryan in Sixteen Candles. Okay. And he was in some other stuff, but this was kind of like the last movie he did. I don't know what he does anymore. Um but yeah, it was good. It was a good oh. flick. Yeah. Okay. That's the movie I watched. What did you watch for movies? Well, I just wanted to tell you, I uh, just looked it up, and the first three screen movies are actually on HBO Max right now, apparently. Oh, okay. And uh, the fourth one is not. You'd have to be on, like, Stars. Okay. See, two different distributors. Yep. 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 But Scream's a movie that I, I don't have a, I don't have a heartbreak spending the $8 I spent on the used three-pack. So. Gotcha. Yep. What day was that that you picked up at uh, Bull Moose? Sunday. Oh. All right. No, I wouldn't have run into you. We were up in Bangor near there on uh, 
Friday, I believe. Friday, I drove through Bangor, uh, mm. but I was in Eastport Friday and then all day Saturday. And then Sunday, we headed home and stopped in Bangor on the way home. Gotcha. So Saturday night, we made the trek to the Bangor drive-in. Oh, nice. What'd you see for a double feature? Caught us a double feature of Jungle Cruise followed by Free Guy. Nice. How was it? So Jungle Cruise was good. Um, I believe that. Defin- definitely Rocks gave me some fun vibes. The Rock was a uh, he was a good character. He was a bit of a dick, but good. It really gave me some um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean vibes. You know, the water. There were some supernatural elements to it. Um, CGI cat. Like it, it was a good movie. It it suffered. Because the back half of it, it mostly takes place at night. And as I'm sure you know, it's hard with nighttime scenes at a drive-in. Um, it tends to be hard to see the screen. Like Cruella ran into the same problem where it just makes it so that it's harder for you to see everything. But, nope, we enjoyed that. Um, basic premises, you know, without spoilers, Emily Blunt and Jack Whitehall play brother and sister who are essentially looking for the tree of life. And they hire the rock to take them through the jungle down the Amazon through the jungle or is it the Amazon? I can't remember, but basically to find the tree of life. That is the premise and hijinks ensue. A couple of surprise people, stuff like that. Yep. A couple of surprise people that I wasn't expecting. Um, Paul Giamatti is in there. Um, He has a smaller role, but it's still like, oh, Paul Giamatti. And the main villain was Jesse Plemons. And he did it fairly well. It was it was very weird. Like that kind of doesn't surprise me. I I like Jesse Plemons. Yeah. Um, So then Free Guy was outstanding. Like it was great. Um, loved every minute of it. Surprised me in the least. No, I loved every minute of it. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was great in it. It's much deeper than the trailer leads you to believe. Like, um, there's a lot more to the story than what you see in the trailer, which is great because I was already interested in the trailer. But when you see the movie, you're like, wow, there's more layers to this, and it really had a deep story and some really good characters, and uh, really loved it. Nice. Yep. So that was a a good twofer at that point. Nice. Um, So I guess that just brings us to trailers and news. Yeah, and I didn't share a whole lot of trailers with you or any of them. Neither did I. Yeah, I know. It was a a small trailer week for us this week. Yep. Uh, I have to say, as my comment said, uh, I never knew that I needed a Star Wars anime in my life until I saw the trailer for Star Wars Visions. Yeah, that looks pretty outstanding, if I do say so myself. Yeah, at first I thought it was like just fan stuff, you know, like fan animation. Uh, yeah. But no, this is an official thing, different Star Wars stories done in anime fashion, and it looks fucking phenomenal. Like, I got goosebumps watching this thing. Yeah, I did as well, actually. Um, I sent you one for the survivalist. Yeah, but I probably won't ever watch that. Me either. It just the story seems good. The trailers just just doesn't look good. No. Um, third season of Tacoma FD. Awesome. I'll check. Hell it out. yeah. Uh, and then of course there was that He-Man one that I sent you. Uh, I got to tell you, I saw a thing today, and I 
wanted to mention it to you especially because it seems like right up your alley, but it was an article that said that um, one of the best movies on Netflix right now is one that you've probably never heard of. Mm-hmm. And apparently if you go on the top 10 in the United States today, number 10 is a movie called The Defeated. And I guess it takes place in like 1942 or something, and it's about a cop who takes a female cop under his wing, or he's looking for his brother or something. Um, I didn't want to get too deep into it, but it said this is phenomenally good, surprisingly enough, and like it almost had no publicity about it. So it seems like something that you would like, you know. Period. It's in, it's, it's it's set in Germany. Yeah. In 1946, Berlin, an American cop searches for his missing brother while helping a novice German policeman fight the violent crimes engulfing the city. Yeah. Oh, it's got Taylor Kitsch in it. Yes. And uh, there's another one. They said that it was Taylor Kitsch. And who's the other one? Um, Nina Haas, Logan Marshall Green. Nope. uh, Michael C. Hall. There you go. Michael C. Hall. Yes. Well, fuck. Yeah. It's rated TVMA for violence, nudity, language, and smoking. And I know that you're the one to appreciate those, you know, lesser known Netflix movies that sometimes turn out to be really awesome. So it's a TV series. Oh, it is. OK. Eight episodes. And it's in my list. Nice. It's added to my list as well. So mm-hmm. um, I only have two news pieces, really. All right. Um, one of them, I'm sure you saw something about it today, but basically, apparently overnight, the No Way Home trailer leaked. and Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and was immediately taken down by Sony and Disney. Um, apparently, it was not Tom Holland this time, but it has leaked out there. I have not seen anything about it, but they're like, just be careful because people are talking about it. So there's all kinds of spoilers. I, I will check it out because I'm sure that they'll release it shortly. Um, but yeah. It's it's got to be coming very soon. And the only other one I am really intrigued by this. I may actually resub to Shutter at this at some point. They're getting a docu series on Shutter called Behind the Monsters. Hmm. It says it's granted a series order to a brand new documentary series titled Behind the Monsters, centering around cinematic horror icons including Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, Candyman, Chucky, and Pinhead. The six-episode series is scheduled to make its debut on October 26th, with episodes premiering weekly. In the history of film, only a handful of stars and characters like Mickey Mouse or Marilyn Monroe have risen to the heights of fame to become instantly recognizable the world over. <clears throat> Yet somehow, a small group of monsters who got their start in low-budget horror movies have transcended their humble beginnings to become international pop culture icons. Icons <clears throat> behind the monsters will tell the story of their unlikely rise to fame from the ideas that inspired them to the incredible mark they've left on the world. So I don't know. That sounds cool to me. You know, episode one is going to be Candyman. We'll feature interviews from the original team of the 1992 film, including director Bernard Rose and stars Tony Todd and Virginia Madsen, uh, Nia DaCosta, the director of the upcoming horror reboot and horror noirs, uh, Tana Reeve do among others. Um, Episode two is Chucky. It'll have interviews with Child's Play franchise creator Don Mancini, along with the film's first director, Tom Holland, different Tom Holland, and star Catherine Hicks. It'll also include franchise alum Brad Dourif, of course, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Pinhead. So, yeah, that that seems like something I would really want to check out. Yep, Uh, sounds good to me. And I usually I, I'm a sucker for getting a month of shutter and the fall like that anyways. Yeah, they usually do good around Halloween time. 
as long as you remember to cancel it like I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, you forgot to cancel <laughs> it for like two years. Yeah. 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 Nothing to brag about. Not at all. No. Nope. 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 That was definitely a bad move on my part. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I think that's about it for me. The only news bit I have is I read an article that uh, Seth MacFarlane posted. He finished uh, filming, and they've wrapped season three of uh, The Orville. The Orville. Thank you. Thank God. Yeah. I need more of that in my life now. I do enjoy the show, and I would really like to see it again. Yeah. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Yep. Anything else you got? That's everything for me. Well, uh, that's everything for me. So I guess that's a show. Yeah, that's the show. Um, thanks. Did, did you want to say who you are and where they can find you on the Twitter? All right. On the Twitter machine, I'm Superstar Mel. I'm the Quantum Geek, G33K. And now thanks. That's the show. <laughs> Yeah.